Welcome to this edition of The Biz, the Business Integrity School, your resource for practical tips from a business ethics pro who's been there. I'm Cindy Mooring, the founder and executive chair of the Business Integrity Leadership Initiative at the Sam and Walton College of Business. Joining me today is Dr. Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College. So principle number three is respect everyone's autonomy. Yeah. What does that mean? So I being very practical about it, it comes down to making sure you don't treat anyone like a second-class citizen. So it brings to bear the issues of discrimination and the issues of harassment. you got to respect everyone's autonomy in a business relationship. And it seems like for as far back as I can remember, there's been evidence of this happening. But lately, it's really taken off yeah. with hashtag me too. Yes, it sure did. Yeah, it really started in the uh, in the media area in 2017, and with Harvey Weinstein and um, Matt Lauer and and a whole host of others, um, Roger Ailes and and just uh, Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Many of them are still in the news today. But it bled over into the into the business community as well. And um, we just seem to have reached a tipping point, I think, on that particular issue and women feeling more comfortable, not just raising their voices, but recognizing that they were gonna be heard. And um, one recent example that bled over into the business world was with a real iconic brand, uh, McDonald's. And so I thought we would just talk about yeah. that one for a little bit and how it, um, uh, what happened there really implicates this business ethics principle. Well, and McDonald's had a policy that you weren't allowed to have a romantic relationship with a direct or an indirect yeah. report. Some some companies allow that. Yeah. Well, yes, but uh, what I would say is most a lot of companies have policies that would say you may you may have a relationship with someone else in the company, but if there's a direct or indirect relationship, yeah, right. then we got to find and a different. And it has to be disclosed. And disclosed, you got to find a different place for them to work. So it isn't as though you can't have a relationship with companies. But when you're the CEO of the company, pretty much everybody, everybody. is your director indirect yeah. report, right? And that's the problem so with this case. That was the problem in in this particular case. Yes. So he was. Um, Somebody did speak up uh, in this case, so that's the good news, and the board did an investigation and, and found it to be true, and, and he did get fired for that, for having an inappropriate relationship. But the more important point here, I think, is in addition to that, what it brought to light was this um, party culture that existed at McDonald's, and it actually becomes systemic, so it was more of a, a macro company issue. I think the new CEO's got his, his hands around it now, yeah. and he's definitely set a different tone, but it, it existed for a long period of time. I heard that someone in particular started that party culture. Do you know who it was? I don't know who it was. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you know, you look at him. Well, you do. You can tell this guy is a has a party way about him. Well, he's him, a clown, you know? right? He's so, a clown, I mean, you yeah. Know, and when you think of a clown, yeah, you think of parties. So, exactly. And they were just, you know, having a They were a just having a good but time. That, but that but particular, it did get out of, out yeah, of control. Got, Ronald McDonald didn't intend for it to be <laughs> no. come that kind of a party. Right. Um, but that kind of a partying culture where there's flirting and things like that, yeah. that's where it crosses the that line. Is where, well, that's where it starts to get really gray, right? Particularly when you have, you know, it's, it's, it's you've got Mr. Easterbrook and even the head of HR was showing up sometimes at these parties. And, oh. and so then it in addition to the issues that we're talking about, which is respecting everyone's autonomy, you get this extra layer of questions about, well, am I expected to go, you know, to rise through the company? Do I need to be seen in that in that environment, even if it makes me uncomfortable? So there's a whole other host of issues. Well, there's another leadership kind of issue culture. here. Definitely. Leadership if, if, issue. if the CEO 
is going to parties and flirting with employees, right. that tells everyone that's okay to do that. Right. Right. Even if he says it's not okay. Right. Right. Because what he's doing then isn't matching what he's saying necessarily, right? And so that's one of those situations that you want to avoid. But in a party culture like that where you've got, um, you know, flirting going on and maybe some even, you know, unwanted physical advances or comments that are being made, that's where it really crosses the line into this sexual harassment issue. And and I think what McDonald's noticed was and, and realized and actually why Mr. Easterbrook lost his job in addition to just violating the policy, it's the larger issue of the culture that was being created. And and um, whether or not it was setting the company up for really a, a, a culture that just tolerated sexual harassment um, through that kind of a party culture. So they, they decided they needed to go in a different direction, and, he, and he, he lost his job over that quite recently. And, of course, there's many other examples there of are, that. There are. There are, yeah. So what are some practical tips here? So I'd say there are um, a number of, of practical tips, but we'll just break it down to three. One is if you happen to find yourself in that situation where someone's made an, in the workplace a, a comment to you of a sexual nature that, that isn't wanted or makes a physical advance that's unwanted, you really do need to find that trusted source and raise your voice. Um, it's not always black and white, and it could be very gray, and no one's expecting you to have all the facts, but you need to speak up if your gut's telling you that that was an unwanted advance and not something that, that you wanted. Uh, second thing is, as a leader, you really do need to get to know your people. So, so I would say if you are, um, it's always good to check in, but particularly if you're a new leader of a group of, of folks, it is worth your time by 10, by 100, to get to know your people and get to know the ethical culture. Do you mean the ask. direct report? No, the whole more? team. Yeah, you've got to go below just your direct report. You've got to you've got to get to know the team so that they get to know you as an individual um, authentically and so that they know that, that you want to hear about issues. And so as a new leader, it gives you an opportunity to let them know, I want to hear about problems that exist. Third tip would be if by chance somebody does come to you and say, there's this situation of, of, of sexual harassment that I think it's an allegation that I think is going on in the area or lo and behold it happened to them and they're disclosing it to you. Uh, my advice is to, to a leader is to take care of that just as quickly as possible. You want to take a partner, you want to go to you know, your HR department, you want to go to another trusted source, legal, ethics, compliance, whatever it is, but deal with it quickly. That's the practical tip because you may not realize how distracting it is to your team, but the people who are involved in that situation will be completely consumed and distracted by it until it is taken care of. So they, they're not going to be able to spend their time on the goals that you want them to go accomplish when they've got this distraction over here. So part of your job is to get that distraction out of the way and you deal know, with it. In a lot of universities like ours, we have a Title IX coordinator that deals with those kinds of things. Yeah. And the appropriate procedure is for the person who has been harassed to immediately contact the uh, Title IX coordinator. Uh, okay. Now, sometimes they don't. They'll contact maybe their department chair or someone else. Yeah. But then the department chair is supposed to immediately report it. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, in, in our university, we are not permitted to investigate or do anything and until we have disclosed. We've mm -hmm. got to disclose. Mm -hmm. and, and so someone can't even tell us something in confidence. Wow. If, yeah. if as soon as we know yes. uh, a, a leader, like a department chair, dean, associate dean, et cetera, et cetera, as soon as you are aware of an allegation, you immediately have to call the Title IX coordinator. 
and then they have a process of investigation. Sure. So you don't actually have to do the investigation. Yeah, yeah. But it's really kind of an efficient. It is. It, it is. And when I say that the third practical point of dealing with it quickly would, would be that in business. Leaders need to make sure that they're taking a partner to actually do the investigation for them. They don't want to get into that necessarily themselves. Right. But you've got to hand it off very quickly and make sure that their business partner is staying on top of getting to the bottom of the issue because their team won't be able to focus on it. So. Yes, if an issue comes to the, your attention like that and you're in business and your company doesn't have a policy of immediate notification to HR or to your ethics and legal and compliance department, somebody to deal with it for you, you need to get it to them very quickly, just like what Matt's describing exists here uh, at the university because you don't want it to be a distraction to your people and you also want to show your folks that you're listening to them and dealing with the issues that are in front of them. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Biz, the Business Integrity School. You can find us on YouTube, Google SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and rate us, and you can find us by searching The Biz. That's one word, T-H-E-B-I-S. Tune in next time for more practical tips from a pro.